Well, we're what we would like to class as a full service, right? Uh, we do everything from finding your tenant to getting rid of the problem tenants for you. We deal with the landlord tenant board, uh, the rent collection, maintenance. Uh, we're a 24 hour on call for your tenant. So your tenant would call us instead of you in the middle of the night. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Haldeman Norfolk County Real Estate Hacks, uh, where my team and my partners give you the local competitive advantage in today's real estate market. I'm your host, Adam Walker, your friend in the mortgage business. Uh, we've got a great episode for you today. Uh, last week, we kicked off our webinar series on how to buy an investment property, the One Property Way Blueprint. If you haven't signed up for our, uh, our first webinar, do so right away. Um, we have our first webinar coming up on the uh, on the thirteenth, and and if you've signed up, you get instant access after um, after that events happens. So if you're watching this in the future or after the uh, after the events taking place, uh, go ahead and sign up. You do still get instant access, and we will have regular events coming up. Um, but on that theme, we uh, you know we got a lot of questions about uh, the done for you service, and I think the main key of our done for you service is our guest today, uh, Tyler Wright, is the owner of RTE Property Management and Services. Uh, welcome to the show, Tyler. Thank you, Adam. Awesome, awesome. So RTE Property Managed Service, uh, how long have you been doing this for? Uh, we started the, about 11 years now. We started it back in September of 2012. Okay. So yeah, it's been a nice. few years now. <laughs> been doing it for a little while. Now, now why property management? Why, uh, you know, how, do you, how do you get into property management? Uh, originally, we did it as we were taking care of some uh, bank repossessions and stuff like that. Uh, I also have five kids, so... With them, the thought of them going off to college and university, we figured buy a property and manage it in there. So it would pay for my kids to be going to university, right? Fantastic. Somewhere to stay. Fantastic. A great strategy. I know a lot of people do that, that when their kids go away to school, use some of those RESPs or use that for uh, for, for a place for them to live and, and rent some of the other rooms out. So, um, you know, so a property management company, what, what are some of the things that you do for your, uh, for your clients, for, for your landlords? Well, we're what we would like to class as a full service, right? Uh, we do everything from finding your tenant to getting rid of the problem tenants for you. We deal with the landlord tenant board, uh, the rent collection, maintenance. Uh, we're a 24 hour on call for your tenant. So your tenant would call us instead of you in the middle of the night. Right, right. Um, yeah, we deal with the tenant conflicts. Um, we arrange for contractors. We deal with all the contractors. We can even arrange for lawn and snow. Right. We pretty much cover every aspect you can think of. Right. Right. So if I'm a new property manager, so I, I just bought a, I bought my new house. And, and one of my concerns, because everybody's heard the horror stories that uh, you don't want to be a property manager because, um, you know, you, you don't want to deal with tenants that aren't paying your rent. Yeah. How do you help with that? Well, we do. A, a, we go through a screening process. We do background credit checks. We do criminal background checks. We even deep dive into people's social medias just so we can see where and how they like to react in life, right? right. Um, our key goal is we find you the right tenant, not the first tenant, right? Right. Sometimes somebody will offer you the cash for first and last, but you still got 10 other months you got to worry about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so. Yeah, I know that's key, getting getting that right tenant in there for the first time. And, and you were telling me earlier that, you guarantee when, when you do all these screenings, which is, is definitely more than I think the average person could do, um, you guarantee that tenant for the first year? Yep. 
Yeah, because yeah. um, we pride ourselves on finding you the right tenant, right? Right. So we will guarantee it for that first year because we take a fee to place that tenant, obviously. Right. 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 So if that tenant should leave for whatever reason inside of that year, even if it's beyond our control, we don't, we'll find you another tenant, but we won't charge you again for it. Right. Right. And you were telling me that, that is that, am I right that in the last 12 years, that's only happened one time? One time in the last 12 one years. Time. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's and that was, it was out of our control. Her and her spouse had split up. So. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't fix that either, then. No, yeah. you don't have that service. I'm not a, I'm not a marriage counselor. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, that's a really added, a big, big benefit that that having the right tenant in there that's going to make those monthly payments. That's going to. Yeah. And now you collect those payments as well. You you have a system set up where you're. Yeah, you're, we have an online payment system where we can auto do an automatic withdrawal at the beginning of the month or whatever date rents due, or we can, you can have it. So the tenant's set up to pay it as a bill payment, like they do on their regular online banking. Um, it gives the, a gives me trackability, right? It also gives, uh, there's an owner app. So the owners can actually track their properties in real time to see what's owing. It comes with a, like a maintenance, uh, platform as well. Right. So prints out statements for the year, the month, whatever you need. Right, right. Now, now, one of the things I know I wasn't good when my when I had my first rental property, um, I had tenants that came to me and said, you know, Adam, we're we're struggling this month and and we need uh, we need a little bit of a break and, and we're going to be late on this month's property. And, and and I wasn't good at being that you know maybe mean guy saying no 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 I need my rent right away. And then the next thing you knew, I was I, I was seven thousand dollars behind on my rent. Um, yeah. How do you how, you know how, how do you work to prevent something like that? Well, we, we, we keep an open conversation generally with our tenants and our owners, right? Um, the biggest thing is, is we try to work with our tenants because we're, we're well aware of the fact that life happens, right? But it's that balance of getting to a point where you're not going to come back from, right? Right. So we still issue like the N4 notices that are required for late payment or non-payment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that way we've got the trackability, right? If for some reason they just keep pushing it off and pushing it off. Right. The benefit to a property manager in that situation, as opposed to yourself as an owner, um, it cuts out that personal. Because a lot of owners I find out there want to be that nice guy and mm-hmm. extend that favor, right? But at the end of the day, this is a business, right? Right. Right. You're you're not in it to finance somebody else's living. You're in to finance your own living, right? For sure. For sure. So that's where it it's sometimes beneficial to have somebody like me as a middleman in between. Yes. Right. So it. We go out, my job is to get my owners their money, right? right. And that's what you pay me for. Right. And, and that's key too. You kind of talked about some of those notices that I, I know I wouldn't know about, um, that if they are going to be late, yes, you can pay me, you know, maybe we, maybe we do work out something where you, you, you pay a week late, but there's those yeah. notices already in place that, that I, th- I think most people wouldn't know about. Yeah. Cause some of those notices, like an N4, for example, gives them 14 days to pay it. Right. right? Before, before we could file with the landlord tenant board. Right. Right. So, but it keeps a, it keeps a trackability and accountability for us. So if we have to at a later date, we can prove constantly payment or whatever, right. If that tenant becomes a, a, an issue going forward. Good. Right? Yeah, no, that's, that's excellent. Now, if I'm going out in Haldeman, Norfolk, and I'm looking to buy my first rental property, what are maybe some of the best strategies that I want to look for when I buy that property to, uh, to maximize my, my return down the road? Um, 
Well, there's a lot of good properties in the Haldeman Norfolk area, right? There's, I would suggest minimum triplex. Duplexes are nice, right? Yeah. The yeah. more units, the better, because you're always got a tenant in there covering out your mortgage and expenses fees, right? Right, right. Um, generally, you try and find something, depends on where your budget's working to and what you like to do, right? But yeah, something that doesn't require a ton of maintenance, right? Right, right. But on the other end of that spectrum too, if you find something that does require a lot of maintenance, it's easy to remove the tenants in those situations for low rent, upgrade them, raise the rent a little and get your money right. back, right? Right, right. Now, do you see when, 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 when a lot of people buy their first property, whether it's a single family home or a duplex or a triplex, um, are there a lot of renovations all the time? You know, and, and what are maybe some of those you know, I know sometimes we do a full, full remodel where we're tearing it down to the studs, but what are some other little, you know, smaller maintenance things that uh, that you I've seen done when uh, when somebody buys their first investment property? Usually a small maintenance thing to to pretty it up basically and get good tenants in is a quick paint job usually is a nice start, right? right. Sometimes some flooring, maybe upgrade some light fixtures, stuff right. like that, stuff that brings it a little more current in date, right? Okay. Okay. Right. Some of the properties around here are old farmhouses, so they're outdated, right? Yes. But yeah. yeah. If you can make it look more dated, like current, that's right. usually it's not an expensive way to go, and it's a quick, easy, make it look pretty for somebody else to come in, right? Right. Right. Now, if I'm buying my first property and, and and I'm busy with work and I've got the kids doing everything, and and yes, it needs to be painted, but I'm not handy at all, and I can't do those things. Uh, you know, how do you help with that? We have a full team that does everything from full renos to slapping on a coat of paint. Awesome. We, awesome. we can cover every end of it. That's, that's awesome. So, and just so everybody knows too, the other, the other aspect of when you buy that first investment property, if you want to include those improvements uh, in the mortgage, we do have a pro program through CMHC that's called, uh, or, or, or just through any lender that's called, um, uh, purchase plus improvements, right? So where you can take those improvements that you want to do and just include them in the mortgage. So if you don't want to put those on a credit card or a line of credit or something else, uh, or, or or pull money more money out of savings, um, great program, purchase plus improvements um, that, that we can definitely help out with. What are maybe some common challenges that landlords face that, that you see? Uh, a lot of common challenges that I see landlords, when especially when they try and manage it themselves, is one they don't know the laws as well as they should right they think they they think they know they don't do the full research like i'm required to do right yes yes um and it's not necessarily a bad challenge but it's a lot of owners like to have that personal relationship so they extend favors right, right. push things off right as far as rent being collected and then before long you're in a hole you can't dig out of right right right, right? so it's it's a lot of those little things and then even as an owner, like yourself, you don't want those 3 a.m. phone calls because my my tap is dripping, right? That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so that's the call that, that would go right to you then? Yep. All, all like, in a lot of these situations, my tenants, I, I work for the owners, right? right? So the tenants do not even know how to contact the actual owner. It's okay. all done through me. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So, so it's even simple things. We got to change the batteries in the smoke alarm. We got to change the furnace filter. Are those yeah. things that I got to do as an owner, or is, are those things that you take care of for me? Those are all things we take care of. It's part of our natural fee, part of our natural routine, right? We go through, we document it all. Um, right. We do everything from paper trails to Google Drives, right? Depending on which the owner prefers, 
right? Some of my owners, I have a weekly conversation with. Some of my owners, I talk to them twice a year, right? right. It all depends on what they want, right? Right, right. No, that's uh, that, that's interesting. So you, you kind of talked a little bit about your screening process. Can you tell why that's so important that, that maybe if we go, um, you know, a month or two without that, uh, you know, that tenant, you know, I think I, I've heard a lot of different stories of where somebody comes in with, hey, I, I'm going to pay a whole year's worth of rent. What are some of the red flags that that, that, that might come from that? And, uh, and, and why is your screening process help landlords in the end? Well, the, the paying the year in advance, in some cases, like I've never really run into that. I've had offers where that is, but it shoots up red flags because behind that, they, they, with paying the rent in a full year, they expect they're never going to see you in that year. So right. what is happening inside of that house could be anything from somebody just living there to a drug operation, right? Right. I've, right. I've gone through ones where we've cleaned out grow ops, right? Stuff like that. And yeah, the, the screening process is great because um, you, you can see their credit histories, like their whole financial background, right? Um, any criminal activity, social media shows into what they, how they live their life, right? Right. But a good portion of what I do, even with the screenings, is the one-on-one -on -one contact, right? Right, right. When I do showings of houses, I don't do mass showings. I do one-on-ones, right? Okay, okay. My main reason behind that is I've been doing this long enough. I learn how to read people. And as a property manager, I'm a middleman. I'm not the owner. They will tell me things that they wouldn't normally tell somebody who owns the building, right? Right, right. So you can weed out a lot of people that through yeah. that just alone, right? Yes. Yeah. So if but, I buy that new property and I, and I have you screen all my tenants um, or potential tenants, say, hey, can you find some? Do you bring back a list of, you know, maybe a top three or do we just get back, hey, uh, this is who you you should go with? Well, it, it depends on the owner. Some owners like to see the top three and then we go through and discuss the pros and cons or even the personal feelings I've got from meeting them face to face. Right. Some owners have full 100% trust in me. Okay. that i just i'd screen them i pick the best one and away we go right? okay nice so now the other thing you talked about was was regular maintenance so if i've owned this property and i've had it for maybe a year or two what are some strategies i know you, we talked in the past about like building up a slush fund and having a portion of the rent going into that slush fund so you have access to that to you know so you don't you i wouldn't even we have that uh you know the, the taps dripping or anything like that i don't know until after it's fixed how, yeah. how do you build that up? Well, in some cases, the owners like to build it up because we'll just take a little bit off each rent and put it in an account mm -hmm. and it just sits there in case we need it. Right. Mm -hmm. In some cases, we take it out of our own pocket and we just bill it to the owner at a later time. Right. 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 But with most of my clients, uh, my owners, I, I tend to set it up as I have a certain dollar figure that I'm allowed to spend without permission granted ahead of time. Right. Right. So it's, it's for emergency purposes, like those little things that you don't want me calling you at three in the morning saying, Hey, I got a burst line. Can I call a plumber? Right. right. I just go deal with it. You'll hear about it in the morning when it's a decent hour. Yes. And you're sitting there drinking your coffee and I've already dealt with the problem. Right. 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 Now I assume now that because you know, some of the things that you do yourself and some of the things you can fix, but if you need to call in a plumber, I, I'm, I'm guessing you have, a lot quicker access to a plumber than maybe I might. Yeah, uh, I've built up some pretty good relationships with guys over the years. I have uh, two plumbers that I have 
that we use regularly. I have two electricians that I use on a regular basis. And that's one of the things with me is I pay my trades guys, right? And right. I build the owners at a later date because it builds that trust. They know when I call, they're getting paid, right? Yes. So they'll answer my call in the middle of the night and come up. And, and probably get a lot more business from you than they might. Yeah. You know, if I call a plumber, I'm, I'm going to be, you know, it might be once a year. It might be, you know, yeah. probably not once a year, you know, every couple yeah. of years. Might need like you may have one time. or two properties where I handle a lot more, right? right. So. And right. I use the same guys throughout all my properties. So, right, right. And I use local. <laughs> yes, no, we like local for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, and any other tips or advice for a, a new real estate investor? Um, so, what we're gonna have is a lot of new real, real estate investors on our webinars. Any last tips? Um, best thing I can do, whether it's buying the property, finding a tenant, finding a property manager, do your homework. Right. Right. Don't take the first guy that knocks on your door, right? Bigger might not always be better. Smaller might not be better, right? right? Everybody's got references. If they've been doing it long enough, check the references. Right, right. right. And you talk about you being a full service too. So if I'm out there looking for my first, uh, my first investment property and I've got one that I'm going to put an offering on um, and, and you're going to manage my property for me, is that something that you would look at and, and kind of give any tips on and say, hey, maybe maybe this, you know, if, I, if I've got it narrowed down to two or three properties, could I bring those to you and say, you know, Tyler, what one do you think would be the best? Yeah, I have quite a few owners that I actually do walkthroughs with when they're even first stages of looking, their first viewing of the property. Right. I go through with them. I can tell them what fair market rent is. Um, I can show them stuff that's going to need to be repaired right away. I can put them in contact with guys who can give them quotes right away. Right? Just, yeah, like I, I've done it with multiple owners where I walk through even at the very beginning stages. Right? Service. So they know what they're looking at on a broader spectrum as opposed to I'm just buying this house, then figure it out. Right. 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 What what an advantage that is to uh, to have an expert right in your back pocket that can uh, that can help you out with a lot of things. So I think that's absolutely fantastic, Tyler. Um I, I really, really appreciate you joining today. But um, one of the things I don't know if you've seen in any of our podcasts, one of the things we like to do is, is kind of talk a little bit local. Um and and, and what a great county in uh, you know in Haldeman, Norfolk that we have here. Um, so let's do a little bit of that. What, uh, what's your favorite thing to do maybe in the winter months in, uh, you know, if you're out on a weekend, what's one of your favorite things to do? Uh, most of the time, well, my kids are all older now, but we used to do a lot of, I used to coach a lot of hockey, but we okay. still like to go ice skating and stuff like that. And now I've got grandchildren on the way. So ice skating is a big thing for us. Nice. Uh, Lots of great little ponds around. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite pond that you go to? Where's your go-to? Uh, well, Waterford's Ponds is really nice. If this winter, not so much. We haven't had the real cold. Hasn't yet, been but... real. Hasn't really been an outdoor rink winter. Yeah. No, but yeah, Waterford is pretty good. Great ponds there. Yeah, I always love Townsend. I grew up in Townsend, yeah. so great ponds there in Townsend. So awesome, awesome. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh, I don't know. Blue Elephant is always a good one. Yes, uh, I do like the Simcoe Arms. They're a very, very good restaurant. Got a couple, um, real, couple real good ones there for sure. My wife and I like to always try something new too. Like we try and stay local and just hop around something different every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always nice to have two staples that you can go back yeah. to in, in the blue and, and the arms. That's good. What about for coffee? Well, you know, if you're if you're going out for a local coffee, where uh, where you like to stop in for a coffee? <laughs> I'm a Tim Hortons boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. 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 Well, I do. I live. I live pretty much live in my truck, so. 
Coffee yeah. is a staple in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. Hey, can't, can't. Tim Hortons always a great stop. Yeah, you talk about ice skating. Your kids are probably all Timbits and yeah, uh, and, and minor hockey and stuff too. So that's good. one of my favorite ones, though. If you're gonna go into the pastries and stuff like that, is the Urban Parisian in, in Dover. It, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a good one for sure. Yeah, for sure. So awesome. What about your favorite local festival? We got lots of them around here. What's your favorite local festival? Uh, probably have to say the Norfolk County Fair. Norfolk That's always County. a good one. Or Pumpkin Fest. I really like Pumpkin Fest because I'm a Waterford boy too. Well, so, they, right? they, so. Going there with the Pumpkin Fest, yes. Yeah. It was a great time there with the car show and yeah, the haunted house and everything. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for uh for, for reaching out or for, for joining us today. Um all your contact details will be in the show notes. Um, we will, we'll have this, uh, running. So thank you so much for joining today and, uh, and we appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Awesome. Hey, huge. Thank you to Tyler for joining us today. Our, you are looking to get started with your first investment property, but don't know where to start. Join our full service, one property way blueprint, uh, the link in the show notes to get started. We look forward to hearing from you and we will talk to you next week.